Hello and welcome to Encouraging Others in Loving Jesus. I'm your host, Kim Smith. This is episode 223, Battling Different Types of Giants in the Seasons of Life. Right now I'm battling the giant of congestion. So if I cough a little bit and if my voice does not sound exactly as it normally does, I apologize ahead of time. I have a cough drop in my mouth. And I've done a couple of other things to try to help me to get through these next few minutes as we talk about a very unique little narrative in 2 Samuel 21. So in 2 Samuel 21, we've been walking our way through the life of David and we are almost finished. Like, I don't even know what in the world... (laughs) This podcast is going to look like after we finish the life of David because we've been in the life of David over a hundred episodes. The reason I know that is because in your show notes, you will see episode 117 referenced and episode 128. And that was when we started our More Than Conqueror series talking about 1 Samuel 17 David and Goliath. And the reason my brain was going back to that was when I read this odd passage in 2 Samuel, they're talking about Philistine giants and they refer back to Goliath. And my my mind went to just how different David was at that time, how different his perspective was even how different the giants were slightly, but how different he is now. As we look at 2 Samuel 21, David has lived his life. He is in his, his last days. Well, I won't say last days, but definitely in his last season. And in the midst of this, you have a different type of warrior's heart to face these giants. You do not have the young, strapping young man, David, full of bluster, who looked at Goliath and spouted things about the Lord of Heaven's armies. And I don't mean the word spouted any negative at all. This is 1 Samuel 17. David replied to the Philistine, You come to me with sword, spear, and javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. Today the Lord will conquer you, and I will cut you, I will kill you and cut off your head. And then I will give the dead bodies of your men to the birds and the wild animals, and the whole world will know that there is a God in Israel. And that is the young very confident David, confident in the Lord his God. He had seen God do amazing things with him as a shepherd boy, how God had protected him, and he just assumed that God was going to protect him against this loudmouthed, huge giant from Gath. But since that time, David has faced many, many, many giants of many different types. And 
as I was pondering, and I, I'm sure that this is one, you know, with the podcast episodes, there may be some that when I finish, I may not be thinking back on them often, but this is not one of those. Because I know that this is a lesson that we all need to be reminded of. No matter whether you're listening to this podcast and you are an 18-year-old, very healthy, athletic person, or you are a 97-year-old who you listen to podcasts in your bed, because you can't physically get out. Like, we all face giants. No matter the season of our life, it's just the giants, they come in different forms, as well as we have different perspectives. So let's read. (coughs) Excuse me. Knew it was coming. I'll just try to press through this and and get to the application point and just see what God wants to do with this. So we've got 2 Samuel 21, 15 through 22. Once again, the Philistines were at war with Israel, which during David's tenure, that was a normal, normal occurrence, sadly. And when David and his men were in the thick of battle, David became weak and exhausted. Ishbi Benab was a descendant of the giants. His bronze spearhead weighed more than seven pounds. He was armed with a new sword. He had cornered David and was about to kill him. But Abishai, son of Zeruiah, came to David's rescue and killed the Philistine. Then David's men declared, You are not going out to battle with us again. Why risk snuffing out the light of Israel? After this, there was another battle against the Philistines at Gob, as they fought, Sibekai from Husha killed Saph, another descendant of the giants. During another battle at Gob, Elanon, son of Jair, from Bethlehem, killed the brother of Goliath of Gath. The handle of his spear was as thick as a weaver's beam. Verse 20. This is just an odd verse. In another battle with the Philistines of Gath, They encountered a huge man with six fingers on each hand and six toes on each feet, 24 in all, who was also a descendant of the giants. But when he defied and taunted Israel, he was killed by Jonathan, the son of David's brother Shimei. These four Philistines were descendants of the giants of Gath, but David and his warriors killed him. (coughs) Now, (laughs) you read that passage as I did, And you're like, now God, what in the world do you want me to take out of this passage? As I've said before, certain weeks when we get to scripture, the lesson that God wants to teach me first and then speak through me is pretty, pretty not easy, but it's maybe easy to pull out. It's not easy to apply, but easy to pull out. Then you come to a text like this, and it's just like, what? But, as I said a few weeks ago, I'm really getting to a point in life 
where I almost take it as a challenge because I know, per God's word, that every story, every, every, every bit of scripture is profitable for teaching. It's just digging in, (coughs) excuse me, and asking the Lord to show what the lesson possibly could be. And I'm not saying that as you read this passage, that God is going to teach you the same thing that he's teaching me. But it doesn't mean we can't learn from each other. God shows you a different perspective. He teaches you a different lesson. Share it. Send it to my email, encouragingothersandlovingjesus at gmail.com. Post in our Facebook group, Encouraging Others and Loving Jesus. Like, share it with somebody else because I would really love to share insights of Scripture with somebody else. It's one thing for God to show me what the Scriptures meant to the first readers of them and how we can apply them today. But it's so sweet when I get to share those lessons with others. So we got this wackadoodle story of David, his men, and a group of unique giants from Gath. Same place as Goliath. You even have a brother of Goliath. I'm not exactly sure how that is, except that I mean, because you think about it, David was king for many years. So if Goliath has a brother still out there, he's he's old. <laughs> like, this is not a young fighter from Gath that's out there, but of course David's still out there in the battle. And he's in the last bit of his life as well. And this whole idea of the giants that we face... As I mentioned in the show notes, I've got episode 117, which was our More Than Conquerors introductory lesson, as we started to look at 1 Samuel 17, the story of David, Goliath, and most importantly, the Lord of Heaven's armies. Because David did not defeat Goliath. The Lord of Heaven's armies defeated Goliath. David was along for the ride. And from episode 117 through episode 128, We did different lessons on more than conquerors. It may have been like the lesson 128 was the giant of perceived limitations versus the Lord of Heaven's armies. We looked at a lot of giants that are not physical giants, but are more mental, emotional giants. And you you think about it as a kid, Almost anybody could be a giant to you. And the fact that it could be the bully from around the corner. It could be a family member that just picked on you mercilessly. Giants to a child look so very different than giants to a senior adult. 
It's not that a senior adult couldn't have a bully in their life. I mean, it's possible. But as we age and you think about the giants that you have experienced, they so often are giants of our own making. Yes, you can have circumstances that can be a giant in your path. It may be the fact that you have zero money in your bank account. Uh, That can be a giant problem. And it can overwhelm you. But so often the giants we face are not the six fingers and six toes on each hand and foot kind. They are the kind that we deal with in our mind. It may be ones like, I'm not doing enough. And are you looking to God to determine whether it's enough? Are you looking to somebody else that it's enough? It may be the giant of, I believe I'm not enough. It may be that type of giant. I want you to think about which giants do you face during this season of life? A few months ago, we were talking about David and his attitude at that point was so different than the attitude of the young man who faced off with the giant. And we talked about that and the fact that this is the same fella, but at that point in life, the quote giant he was facing was small in comparison to Goliath, but his perspective caused him to run. Instead of to stand firmly and know that the Lord of Heaven's armies was more than enough to take out his giant, David had lost that perspective. So the giants in life may change. And probably will change. And our perspectives can change. No doubt about it. But the one constant. The one. The one thing that will never, ever, ever, ever change. Is the size and power. Of the Lord of Heaven's armies. So you may face different giants in different parts of your life. And you may have variations in physical strength. You may not have the strong muscles to be able to face off with physical giants. Or it may be the physical giant of an illness. It may be a a giant of grief. But if we focus on the giant, we can so easily get overwhelmed no matter the season of our life. 
But if we focus on the Lord of Heaven's armies, the fact that He will never leave us nor forsake us, the fact that He goes before us, the fact that there is absolutely nothing, 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 nothing that He does not already know. And He is all-powerful. There is nothing that can happen without Him allowing it to happen. In our More Than Conquerors series, we use the verse, and I can't remember which translation because it's in the NLT. It doesn't use the More Than Conquerors phrase. But it is Romans 8.37 because it means the same even if you don't use the More Than Conquerors verbiage. It says, No, despite all these things, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loved us. But we have to claim that victory. We have to stand in that victory. So just as that young man, David, faced down this huge giant of Goliath, when he did not have the physical resources in any way, shape, or form to defeat him, he saw it from God's perspective, and he looked and like, Okay, my God is bigger than that giant ever will be. I'm good. Where is it in your life that you need to be reminded that that Lord of Heaven's armies, He's not decreased in size, He's not decreased in power, He's not decreased in knowledge. He's not decreased in his love for you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Let us pray. Dear God, I thank you that my voice has has done well, considering. I thank you so much. I just pray for each person within the sound of my voice. We are all facing giants. Whether we are in our younger years or we are more like in David's season of life where seeing you face to face will come sooner rather than later. Dear God, I pray that you would help us to be honest about our giants. As I've said before, and as you know me so well, I have a habit to deny the giant. I don't want to face it. I just kind of hope it goes away, um, but that rarely works. I pray that you give us the courage to truly look at our giant, but to look at our giant in light of who you are. Dear God, give us the courage, the strength, the wisdom, and the presence of mind to know when to be in battle on your behalf and when to step aside and allow you to fight for us. Dear God, until we see you, we are going to face giants. But there's not one of them, not one which can stand against the power of the Lord of Heaven's armies. 
Please remind us of that today. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in. There's information down in the show notes. If you do not have a relationship with Jesus Christ and you're like, I don't even understand anything this lady's talking about, there's a link down below that says, I want to begin a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. You can email me, reach out in our Facebook group or on other social media accounts. Got information, got a QR code at the bottom that you can scan and you can get to all of the episodes because on some of the major platforms, they just drop off. I don't understand how that works. I looked at one of them the other day and instead of having 220 something episodes, we were like stopped on 185, have no idea what happened with that. But on my Podbean site, you can see all of them, including the first 50, which are kind of hidden uh, on a lot of platforms. Those were definitely the, the very rough ones. Um, but a sweet time for me as I started this podcast pretty much on a wing and a prayer because I didn't have the money to pay the $15 a month Podbean fee at the time and yet God said start and here 223 episodes in we're still going and I thank him for that so thank you so much for tuning in next week we will I don't know that we're going to take off the whole thing because it's it's massive it's a song of David now you think of a song of David being in the Psalms and, and there definitely are many of the Psalms that were written by David, but in second Samuel 22, it's David's song of praise and it's pretty lengthy. So I have a feeling we're probably going to take it in sections because it's 51 verses and there's just some, some amazing, uh, amazing words of praise that David at the end of his life was lifting up to his creator that I think can encourage you and I to do the same. Maybe even begin this week as you think about the giants that you have faced and you have seen God conquer that you might begin to write your own song of praise in preparation for the next few weeks of being encouraged by David's. Thank you so much for tuning in. And please remember, it's always a trust and obey kind of day. Mm-hmm.